Hello, welcome to Spiritual Warfare. My name is Teresa. And hi, my name's Kay. We will be reading from the book Made for This by Jenny Allen. And Kay, today we're going to start with the process. Do you want to read a scripture for us? Yes. Here's a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how, <laughs> how far would they go among so many? From John 6, 9. A rarely discussed secret in the alm is that almost all of us flail through our 20s. And one big reason is that we don't know ourselves yet. We are just barely learning. What we are good at. What we are terrible at. <laughs> How our stories could ever be helpful to others. How to follow the Holy Spirit. How to not be a selfish brat. How to really love and what our passions are. But to be perfectly fair, I meet people all the time who are 50 plus <laughs> and still trying to figure it out. We're 60 plus and still trying, okay? <laughs> uh, before we go any further, we have to understand what raw materials we have been given. These materials, what I have referred to, to before as threads are given to us by God and for God. And we were built to run wild with them. So it is a valuable process to uncover and untangle them. The idea can also be put into a simple equation. God's story plus my threads plus the need plus the Holy Spirit equals my purpose. Or to take it further, the story of God through scripture and understanding of myself and my resources plus taking inventory of the need around me plus the mystery of following the Holy Spirit's leading equals obediently living on purpose. The mystery of following the Holy Spirit's leading. Mm-hmm. That is so exciting, isn't it? Yeah. It, it really is. What do you hold? I hope you will build a working understanding of the ways you have been created, the stories you have been given, the passions in your soul, the people in your path, the places you are to be, and the purposes the Holy Spirit is calling you toward. When Jesus was about to do one of the most notable and beautiful miracles of his life here, he looked around and saw that thousands of people were hungry. Then, rather than create something out of nothing, which he was obviously capable of, he essentially said to the disciples, Does anyone have any food? <laughs> One of the disciples found a little boy with a few fish and loaves of bread, and Jesus fed thousands With the few materials, the little boy had something of value in his hands. It was a starting place. It was the something that great things could be birthed from. We hold things. We don't think much about it. But there are hungry people all around us. And God is looking to take that seemingly insignificant little pieces tucked away in our lives to multiply them and feed his people. This journey is a chance to lay out what you have and what you know and hand it up to God. I should mention we have no idea what he will say to do, but we begin by laying it out 
in handing it over. Why does it matter? We want to live our lives intentionally. Without some effort, we will waste our minutes, our days, our lives. So putting thought into intentionality, spending our time and resources for the glory of God may be the most important thing we will do with our lives. As we understand ourselves in light of God's purposes, we are moved to action, able to filter opportunities as they present themselves, equipped with a compass pointing towards God's purpose for our lives, and convicted that we are a part of a bigger story. What do you need? Prayer. Ask God to lead this process for you, to bring to your mind memories and to give you supernatural insight and discernment as you process these important subjects. People who you know. Gather together a few friends or family members who know you. Family can help you process and remember events from your past. And they can remind you of what, of what you were great at as a kid. You also need friends who can speak truth into this process and hold you accountable as you move in faith. Gather everyone and ask them if you can do this together. Reflection. As I said earlier, you're about to interact. So if you are reading this on your phone, get a journal and a pen. That's okay. If you are reading a physical book, you will likely need more space to process than we could provide. You should not read this without responding in written form somewhere. All these things will help you get moving and support you as you deal with the fear that inevitably comes from stepping out like this. Remember, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things that you didn't do than the ones you did. Sail away from the safe harbor. Catch the trade winds in your sails. Explore. Dream. Discover. No greater question sits deep in our souls as humans than why am I here? But most of us can't answer it with any conviction for ourselves. Even those of us who know God, perhaps we could take a stab at why humans are here. But why did God take the time to craft my days in life? That one gets tricky. We hope we aren't accidents and we try to believe that God has brilliantly diverse and specific purposes for our short lives here. But we don't know what they are. And deep down, I think most of us doubt. Let's tackle that weighty question. But before we do, take some time and process where you find yourself today in this journey. Kay, what are some of the questions you have for next week? What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about the ideal that you're holding something for other people? Do you believe Jesus could do something with that what little you have? Which of your friends, family, and or church family will you choose to help you in this process? Write their names here and commit to asking them for help. That's a good one for the listeners to do. Yeah. Collect your supplies and turn to the first page of your journal. Write a sentence or two about your motivation for going through this process or write down your biggest questions. You could start by reflecting on why am I here? Why did God make me? Or why do I want to find out? 
How might a little bit of effort in this change your life at this stage? Okay, what should they read and reflect on next week? John 6, 1 through 14, keeping in mind your answers to today's questions. How did what the boy held glorify God? What was the disciples' initial reaction to what he held? And how did the boy story fit the God story plus my threads, plus the need, plus the Holy Spirit, equal my purpose formula? After reading these passages, consider the answers to these two questions. Who are you, Lord? And what do you want from me? Well, Miss Kay, we will talk about the project next week. Thank you for stopping by. Have a blessed week. Thank you.